1: Tabs 2 Yeah 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 I'm a husband homie. <laughs> <laughs> 100 Radio, and it is none other than your host, the B- lovely Tanisha Davis. And I have another amazing show for you today. I'm super excited that we will be talking to none other than our special guest, Carlton Wright, who is currently the chairman, CEO, and label manager for CW1 Entertainment, uh, CW1's music group. And he's been in this industry for a long time, so. I am so excited to have him on here. So if you're like an artist, you're trying to learn more about the music industry, this is gonna be the show for you. So, Mr. Carlton, are you on the line?
0: I'm absolutely on the line. Thank you very much. Tunisia, uh Tanisha, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> What's I'm good. going on? Good. <laughs> how are
1: you doing today <laughs> on this lovely Friday?
0: <laughs> uh, well, oh, I mean, where you at is lovely, but um over here it's uh It's messy. (laughs) You know, I'm in the city of New York right now. That's right. And right now we're in the studio. So I just moved myself out of the studio so we can have this beautiful interview here. And, uh, you know, I definitely want to give a shout out for anyone who's on here, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm sure Benny, Benny Negro is on there. And um, the official TNT, which is one of our our groups that we have right now, rock groups out in um, Cali. Um, just want to give them a shout-out, you know, um, Tazar, uh Anonymous and my man TC100, you know, I know they on the air, probably listening in. Uh, mm-hmm. Also want to give my shout-out to Larry Campbell, since we're in here right now in the studio, Larry Rock Campbell, on uh, my right hand, and um, our engineer, Saga, you know. So, you know, everybody's in here supporting what we do.
1: Again, well, I'm glad I I like um, for
0: you to have me on your show. I for you to have me on your show.
1: Thank oh, you. it's a it's a pleasure to have you on and it's always good to have a team of great people that support what you do that rock with you. You know, so that's dope. That's really dope. Yep. Um so for those who are listening in, can you just give us a brief uh background or like what you do and some of the artists that you've worked with. Wow, okay,
0: so uh, I'm, I'm going to try to make it as brief as possible. I've been in this business for since the 90s, I guess you could say, uh, when I started uh, my first company, uh, Premier Entertainment, back in 93. Um, I primarily was doing a lot of management. Prior to the management aspect of it, we were doing um, security. Uh, I had a security company called Onyx Security, where we did security for a lot of music artists, um, Brownstone uh, Mary J., we did, uh, you know, back in, you know, for those who know about Keith Sweat and all of the other artists, those are the artists that we actually worked with in terms of door security. And then it evolved into management, and I started working my trade and uh, managing up-and-coming artists and uh, developing them and then presenting them to different labels. And, and it was very successful, you know, up until the, towards the end of the 90s, going into 2000, when um
1: The labels kind
0: of went through a mega transition. Um, You know, some some um, labels have folded, like MCA um, Records, uh, Uptown Records. uh, uh, Kadar kind of took a slow spin. Universal Music Group as well. They was up and down on the dive because I guess because of the transition Mm -hmm. of the um, technology of the of the of the business as well. So um, I mean, for the most part. you know, I came back into the business uh, back in 2010. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I was sitting at the desk at Larry Campbell's desk, who at that time, he was the director of A&R. He's one of the big wigs over there at Sony job in RCA mm-hmm. Records, you know, and his job was basically, you know, looking for artists and signing them. Um,
1: mm-hmm. We
0: ran into each other through an opportunity and, uh, one thing led to another, you know, that'll be another story, but the long it, and short of it is we're working together now under the CW1 Music Group umbrella and the Larry Campbell Music Group Corp. So we, we you know, we're doing fantastic work right now, you know, looking for artists. We primarily are doing a lot of development. And uh, mm-hmm. now we're on the verge of just for those artists that we uh, develop, we we putting them out. And then we decided at this point to look for new artists as well and, and get the ball rolling. So. I'm definitely looking to um make some noise this year <laughs> actually in a few months okay okay you know. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. so um you mentioned about looking for artists uh what types of artists are you looking for like what what um what are you interested in when you're looking at an artist?
0: you know I don't like to you know to use this cliche you know good music. I want great music. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we right now, being independent, you know, everyone has good and great music, but I want to be able to be the one that stands out on the core of just looking for something that I believe that fits towards the um, interest of people who love music. So I don't have any mm-hmm. particular um, dynamic on what music, you know, like when you have a lot of new independent labels and labels in the past, right? they, spe- they specified hip-hop, R&B. Hip hop, R and B. Nobody touch rock. Nobody touch pop. Mainly because they probably yeah. didn't know how to push it at that at that time. And I get it. Um, but because of my season and being in this industry for a long time and meeting people in the um in the industry, knowing people that I know now, um, I'm just open for any music that's going to be very much more tantalizing to the ear, where we can actually market and promote it, um, um, uh, and and execute it properly. So I'm looking for just whether it be gospel hip-hop r&b pop um edm i mean that's what we're looking at right now um and that's that's where we're at across the board
1: okay now i have to ask because you you know owning a record label um how in in today's society everything's like all digital everybody's you know uploading their music and so forth how relevant and necessary record labels during the digital age to you?
0: That is a very, very good question. I mean, basically, they took a long time catching up because as technology has changed, and, you know, being the fact that mm-hmm. they were selling vinyl and selling CDs, and once we had the mm-hmm. streaming and the downloading, it was, you know, a lot of pirating was, was taking place. So as far as them catching up to that, um, now in the 21st century, I guess you could say, they they've 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 pretty much made um a, a a dynamic which where um if they put money up for an artist to support that artist like they used to do back in the days um, mm-hmm. that artist today because of the technology because of the internet because of Spotify SoundCloud they know that there's a challenge against the you know music industry in particular and we talking about the record labels yeah. so what they look for now mm-hmm. is which what we we're starting to look for is artists that are pretty much seasoned who's been out there grinding mm-hmm. putting their own work out there because the because of the technology they are able to get more exposure to the masses and in that in turn this is where the labels start looking at the numbers. So let's say we have an artist that uh, he, you know, is being followed by 500,000, um, you know, followers, and he's getting like mm-hmm. three, three thousand to five thousand likes or whatever. That's what the uh, record labels look for in general yeah. oh. before they even want to sit and talk to you. And they got to, sh- you got to show mm-hmm. a history of progress that says, hey, I did this show here, I did this show, I got five more shows lined up, and that you've covered your Mm -hmm. ground. Spotify alone won't do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, SoundCloud alone won't do it. If your music is hot, how hot is it if, you know, you ain't working that song? You understand what I'm saying? And, and right. again, there are record pools that a lot of people are not aware of in which way you can get your music out. Also, people are not setting up the scope of how to release their music. For instance, they just put a nice picture, artwork, put this. They don't have an IRSC code, which is a um, an international recording code, right? And you need to have mm. that because then you have to register the song to BDS, Media Base, um and sound exchange why because that's the fingerprint um when you when you set up the um song and you you encode it you register it with those mm-hmm. companies those companies are the ones that keep track of your sales of your songs as well as if someone mm-hmm. is spinning your music on the radio and a lot of these guys don't wow. know how to do you know they don't understand that so so basically you don't know if somebody in china is playing your music in japan anywhere overseas so even though you wow. put it out there on SoundCloud you might be getting Mm -hmm. an opportunity where your music is being heard, but yet you don't really know that because you don't know how to, you know, monitor your, your resources, you know, your, your, your commodity, which is your music. So what makes us different from the major labels is that we do take time out to look for those who, I don't want to use the word diamond in a rough, because that's just kind of like Mm -hmm. coal. That's not, it's not a diamond. It's (laughs) not a rough, it's just, it's coal. We look for seasoned artists that, are really, you know, taking their time to nurture their business, to nurture their music and their craft, and just need that extra push, you know, to get that exposure for me, you know, for the magazines and uh, the radios and, you know, radio. um, So we do radio ad campaigns. We also have relationships with XXL Magazine, Hip Hop Weekly, uh, uh, Complex. Um, You name all the different magazines, but everything is very much well-constructed. And the way where how we um uh, introduce the artists uh to the to the masses you know and if, and if there's this mm-hmm. cooperation, there are results you understand because this is a group mm-hmm. effort, this ain't just the label is doing it or whatever the case may be, but we do look for artists that do need that push, we're not necessarily looking for artists that mm-hmm. has five hundred thousand followers, but we are looking for somebody who's working yep. consistently. Yeah, to um show their worth in terms of their music, their brand and their and their and their and their and their will and their drive to succeed. And then we with that.
1: I like that you brought out uh just information about like things they need to do with their music, because like, you have some artists they just throw their music up on SoundCloud and that's it. And they start putting it out there, but they haven't taken those steps to do all of those other things that you just stated, you know, so that's, a, that's right. very important. So it's good to be, you know, to be connected to the right ps for as a good uh, record label company or to have good right. management. So you know what you need to do before you just throw a song out there without even having right. it been properly set up so that you can right. benefit and earn from it. And like you said, somebody could be playing your song, over in China somewhere, and it's doing good, but you don't know it.
0: (laughs) You don't know it at all. And that's real sad for a lot of artists out here today because, again, when you just mentioned about management, management is a very important key factor for me when I'm working with artists. I want the – I would like to consider artists – or all the artists that we work with to have some type of management. But not management like your boy from the block. Somebody who we can actually talk right. to and say, Hey, we can help you guide your artists to the next level. We need you to do this. We need you to do that. Because there are a lot of managers out there who mm-hmm. really don't know the game. They don't they just call themselves exactly. managers but they don't really understand the dynamics or any approach of what makes them managers. You know? Um, also managers mm-hmm. have to be well connected. If a manager is not well-connected and they don't have any resources, then I wouldn't recommend you work with them in any capacity. Why? I'm just being real. I'm, you know, because, again, and another thing just for the sake of management, because I used to manage, you know, there's a belief that they believe that managers also supposed to pay for everything. Managers do not do that. Their job is to consult yep. God and direct the artist's career to, you know, that next level but they will use their resources mm-hmm. to help them get to that next level. It is definitely up to the artist. The artist is the mm-hmm. employer, you know what I'm saying? They're their, they're their own mm-hmm. embodiment of work. So they their job, his her job or their job is to work that music alongside of the label, alongside of their management, and as well to, you know, look for these shows and put all these things. But we do it all in a collective effort you know, um, for those mm-hmm. who don't have those uh resources, that's what makes us different. Um, the major labels, they don't do that. Major labels do not yeah. do that. They'll put you out there, give you some money, take your music, put it out there, and then you like, Okay, my song just went gold but you ain't do a show. You <laughs> and then you're, you're expecting the wow. label to set up these shows for you. They don't that's not their job. And the reason why that's the case mm-hmm. today again is because um, you yeah. have a lot of uh, artists that has this belief. Oh, I want to be independent. I want to be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I just want to do it myself. But they fail to realize all lot. this stuff costs money. Yeah, but it costs money. You ain't doing nothing for mm-hmm. free. If you want to get nope. on a show, I mean, let's say, let's say I line up a bunch of shows for an artist, and the artist is a, a real good artist. And mean, they like, I don't know how I'm mm-hmm. gonna get there. I don't have the money to get. There. See, this is my point. <laughs> the labels don't do mm-hmm. that for you. You have to hustle, bustle, and grind. You know, you look at the old shows when you talk about the, you know, the old um, artists um, um, that when they were Mm -hmm. promoting their music, they get in their car, they drive to every radio station, and they grind. They put their money together. They make it happen. But a lot of artists today, they want it handed to them, and it ain't going to work like that.
1: Exactly. They don't want to put in no work. They just want you to give me everything. They don't know nothing about the grind. (laughs) right absolutely you're absolutely right man i like um now when you were talking about management and independent artists i've heard i've heard so many artists that feel like i don't need management i can do this myself i don't need you know i'm just going to be independent but they don't know all the work that goes in with it and um i heard a guy say once that you know, if you're an artist, an independent artist or that's looking for management, you you know, if you don't have anything to manage, you don't need a manager. Like, what, is, what, right. are, what are they managing? You got to already right. have some kind of money coming in. You got to have something for right. them to manage. You know? Right. So now, I'm going
0: to say this, though. You yeah. have artists that even are able to hustle and get shows and do a lot of shows, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to capitalize off of that. So this is why what? I always recommend, hey, how you need management because I have an I know of an artist right now who was um we were looking to sign for the last like two years and I really you know at the mm-hmm. time there's a, a promoter that we work with and she was representing that um that particular um female R and B artist and the artist is hot and she tours every year and my mm-hmm. position was okay she's touring she's enjoying life but who the hell is she? Like, if I, I mention her name, you yeah. don't know shit. If somebody mentions her name, you'd be like, wow. okay, you got to look her up. And guess what? When you hit Google, you hit Bing, you hit this, she will not pop up. You see what I'm saying? Wow. So these are the missing pieces to the puzzles of all artists that are looking to be signed. This is where we fill the gaps in. You know, any artists that we want to work with or we look to work with, like right now you could type CW1 Music Group up, we pop up everywhere. You type um, Lexis, LXXS, she pops up everywhere. And by the way, I want to talk to you about her, if you don't mind. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I definitely got a lot want of
1: new
0: to ask you about Lexis. Yeah, I noticed yes. that you were uh, playing in the beginning of the show which is which I was really am really glad for that really happy we got a lot of things going on um in this in this second quarter number one in New York beginning April eighteenth we have a um second quarter push party, which is like a second quarter launch party um the launch mm-hmm. party is basically introducing the new artists that signed to our roster and and introducing them in the second quarter we will be highlighting some of their music on our as you know at our party, and some of the artists will be there as well so this is definitely a who's who um, event I definitely would love for you to come so you know I definitely, definitely I
1: mean, want to be there I, yeah, I definitely you know. want to be there we have to be in the building for this event yes. um, yeah. and Lexis I love her song Superwoman that was the song that I for those who were listening in Superwoman was playing at the beginning um, I mm-hmm. really love how you know she's really just being that voice out there for women with her music. So, you mm-hmm. know, dealing with relationship issues, whatever you're dealing with, she kind right, of putting it out in right. that song. So I, I right. think it's really dope. So what, right. um, if you don't mind me asking, what new uh, projects do you have lined up with Lexus at the moment?
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Going back to what, we, what I was saying earlier and and mm-hmm. the fact that Superwoman was initially the first song of release last year it did not. Mm-hmm. We didn't really release it. We kind of like pre-released it. Wow. And, um, well, yeah. That's so what song. we did was we song officially, of course, on the, all you know streaming markets and all that other nonsense. But for the most part, what we wanted to do was bring more visibility to the artist, you know, as as her as an artist. So we we pushed the song yes. overseas, and when we pushed the song overseas, it started gaining a lot of ground. She was playing everywhere wow. in France. She was playing in Belgium. She wow. was playing in the U.K. Yeah, yeah, And we have all the data for oh, it. Girl. And then it bounced and trickled down over here into the States. We did not do that. It did it on its own. So then we was like, okay, yo, you know what? We're going to push this on officially. So we had an official mm-hmm. date. We had it all set up. We went in the, so we had a meeting at Sony. We had all this stuff put together. And then someone walked in, and I gonna name no name. She's an EP over there, <laughs> um, RCA. And she said, hey, you know what? this is what we need to do. We need to drop this song because we was also introducing other songs at the time to the whole team to kind of follow up with Mm -hmm. which the next song we're going to push after Superwoman. They ended up pulling Superwoman down and they said, push Girls Night. So Girls Night ended up being the Mm -hmm. song that we ended up pushing first, which, which gained a lot of traction. She hit a lot of charts, a lot of music charts, a lot of, um, record label charts. And, um, she she was on BDS wow. radio. She was Billboard monitored. The song gained a lot of a lot of notoriety. Um, but we concentrated mainly in the West because there's different markets. A lot of people think when you put a song out, everybody's going to hear it. You know, it don't work like that. You know, because again, everything is with a right. budget. So we focused on the West Coast, the Midwest, and the South. And the southeast markets, so it never made it to North North. I mean, well, I'm not gonna say that. It, I'm 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 story. It actually did go all the way up to Albany. It started hitting the northeast markets, Schenectady, and you know all of these other places. But when you usually start pushing a song, and you start hitting in certain areas, it usually works organically on its own, especially if it's a popular song. And her song gained a lot of popularity in terms of girls night. Um, we you know so as that winded down. Um, the only reason why we didn't push any forward because we were a little delayed on the, on the visual because um, we wanted to do a whole core uh, of, of promotion and marketing for the for the uh, vi- um, uh, video as well, get it on BET, you know, VH1, MTV2. But because of the timing and everything, it just kind of fell back. So the song kind of died out. It's still playing in certain markets, but it's kind of like fizzled out. So we know that Superwoman, um, the song that you played, we're gonna have that yes. officially um, released on radio um um April tenth, which is I believe is a Wednesday. Okay. So April tenth, yeah. So it's gonna be out. We're gonna we going hard body with this, so basically we trying to hit all the radio markets, Radio One, Intercom, you know, um iHeart Media. We it's gonna be on all of, all the platforms that we need to um bring exposure to us. But we do have one little extra little niche which is why I'm in the studio now. We're still working on a, a remix, um, an EDM version, dance version
1: mm-hmm.
0: of that song so that we can hit all the other platforms, the other formats. So basically we have the song playing on a a hot, um, I'm sorry, on a, the mainstream, um, um, mm-hmm. uh, the hip hop, the urban the urban markets. Uh, and Then we have mm-hmm. it on the pop markets and then the top 40. So we could cover all ground of radio. So it's not just, you know, the, the, the urban music um, radio stations it'll be on all different platforms so that's the goal so we're going to push this song April 8th in about a month
1: mm-hmm. after
0: that we're going to push the remix and then within that time frame thereafter we should have a visual so it's going to be awesome
1: yeah that's what's up y'all are like busy busy yes, <laughs> so yes. that's nice yes, yes. <laughs> That's what keeps me busy, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're not with, you know, the funny thing is that I'm not with Sony anymore, but the deal is, is that when we left Sony officially in September of last year and our contract dissolved, we didn't have another home, but I was hustling and bustling on doing a lot of different um, meetings, having a lot of different meetings with different labels, Atlantic Records, you know, just trying to find a new home and figure it out. And what we were doing. of course we were gonna to continue to do everything independently. But then um we got a deal um uh, December oh wow, December twelfth or December ninth with um wall, which is a um mm-hmm. a, a record label out of the UK who made his home here in the in the States
1: and they acquired
0: hundred and fifty million dollars. Um that is public by the way, so it's not like I'm saying anything that's confidential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um These guys are very well, um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we acquired a piece of that, and we became, um, um, we got a deal with them for distribution, so we're happy, you know. So now we're just looking to put new artists out and make some new noise. I mean, starting with Lexus, and then we got another group um, called um, The Official TNT, um, uh, which is three gentlemen, like I said, out of uh, Cali. And, um, uh, again, that's my man Tazar, uh, the Tyrant, and then you have TC 100, and then you have Anonymous. These guys are good, by the way. Um, these are some rappers um, that um, are pretty much homegrown. You can't, you wouldn't be able to probably more or less tell that they they rappers, but they they hot. I love them. I love them. These guys are hot. Okay. And then you have, um, yeah, then you have um, uh, Splash Life Entertainment, which is a new company that. Uh, we partnership with now. They have a whole new roster mm-hmm. with them. I want to give a shout-out to Cash, Cash Life. Um, let him know, um, you know, that we're thinking about you. We're working. We're going to be um, having <laughs> a single that's going to be releasing, yeah, an R&B single that's going to be releasing. It's more like on an urban-level uh, market, but we're going to push it hard. Um, the guy name is uh, – the artist's name is uh, Ryan Dudley. Ryan Dudley has done work before where he was featured with Cardi B um, on a song. Wow. I can't remember the name of the song, but you can look it up. Yeah. He was featured with Cardi B. Um, uh, the artist, the main artist, his name is, um, Harlem cashflow, which is from he's from New York, mm-hmm. from Harlem, New York. And, uh, he put out a song and Cardi B was the feature on that song. And Ryan Dudley was also the second feature. And the song actually made, made some numbers and did, and did, and did very well. Wow. So we picked up Ryan Dudley through cash life entertainment. And, um, I mean, Splash Life Entertainment, partly Cash, Splash Life Entertainment. So, you know, again, at everything, all of these new artists are going to be presented um, uh, April 18th at our um, launch party here in New York City. Oh. You know,
1: so. I'm yeah. definitely looking forward to coming up there. I got to come check yes. this out. I got to be Yes, we'd love for you to be here. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'd love for you to be okay. here. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, you, uh... Just li- listening from just the start of the show, like you discussed so much that you have done and accomplished, um, what does it take to really be successful in this music industry? Because some people <laughs> they can jump in and they do, they do not survive. They, You know, they're, they're like, they become almost like a one-hit wonder. And it's like, what mm-hmm. happened to them? So like in your right. own experience, what do you think it takes to be successful in this industry? You got to
0: want it. That's number one. You have to really want this. I'm talking about eat, sleep, drink music. You can't have Mm. or make any excuses ignorant to how you go about doing this. So my first um, recommendation for any person who who has love for music and who wants to make this a career, I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. Read some books about how to be down in the music industry. Read some books. Let's start with the simplistic notion of learning. You know what I'm saying? Not just doing what everyone else is doing because if that was the answer, everybody would be rich and everybody's not rich. Right. Because it's something that everyone is doing wrong and they don't even realize they're doing it wrong. They think they're doing everything right. So i always recommend that you do your research Start learning what it takes to be an artist from the ground level as, you know, beginning with reading books that associates with, the you know, the business mindset of the music industry, um, you know, how to be down in the music industry. My other thing is this, and I don't want to use the word grind as a general formality. What I want to say specifically okay. is start going to different shows, start networking. So, like, let's say they have – Music seminars, seminars. I know yeah. they cost like six hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. They cost an arm and a leg. But if you believe in you and you yeah. trust you, you this this is where you got to put your money where your mouth is at. You know, you have yeah. to go. I mean, you know, um, I don't I don't agree with doing a whole bunch of showcases. More than I think you should, um, just kind of work on. Mastering the craft of your music. In other words, don't just go into the studio and, and lease anything on some, on, putting your lyrics on, on, on some tracks that, that doesn't belong to you, and 50 other million people got yeah. it, and then you want to say, This is my song. It's not your song. This, the track doesn't belong to you. So the, the other no. thing I'm going to say is that if you really want to be a standardized person in this industry, make sure that everything you do, you own it. If it's the production, you own it. If you're doing split sheets with other producers, let's say you got a producer that, hey, you know, he needs somebody on his music so that he can present his his sound, you know, in the, in the effect of being able to sell his production. And he's going to use you and you're going to use him or her or whoever it is. So then you do a split sheet where it says, if I make it big, I'll, you know, I'll pay you for the production off of what I make. Mm-hmm. So that allows you the freedom to be able to, you know, go out and actually push out a soul and say this is yours You know. But um mm-hmm. I definitely say read up on the music business, um go to these seminars and go to these networking functions, even go to the showcases as well. You don't have to be in every showcase or perform in every showcase. You need to observe and just learn. Um and, mm-hmm. and, and, and um once your music is ready. And let's say you got about four, five, six songs that's ready and you know they're ready, then you put them to the Mm -hmm. side and make some more music because no music is old. Mm -hmm. It's not really old, you know, and if you feel as though that you got to go in the studio and come out and push that song tomorrow, then you ain't ready. You ain't ready. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of artists out here, very well-seasoned artists, and they'll put a song out and you think it's new and it's like 10 years old, five years old. They just tweaked Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, you know. Remember when um, God bless his soul when um, passed away? He, they had a slew of other music that they ended up
1: yeah, using. His yeah. Well,
0: right, it, yeah. He he was always recording, so it was Tupac. You know, so mm-hmm. your music never dies. You know, your music never dies, and um, and you know, and basically, don't be afraid to travel. Don't be afraid to go to California where there's a music function at. Don't be afraid to travel around. Be, be, this is how you become known. This is how you become. Well adapted with learning about venues and learning about um, um, places. So when it's your time to go mm-hmm. out there and perform, you've already made a couple of friends out there who can help you, you know, put an event together and create your own um, your own uh, tour, you know, your own show uh, mm-hmm. tour. So that's that's what I that's how I look at it right now from the from the basic okay. fundamentals of it.
1: So for artists out there, they need to know this information it is so important to get out there and network and not just, like, throw your music up and then just sit right. back. It's, it's about getting right. out there and getting yourself, networking. Now, for an artist that that's new to this, Um, Would you recommend them to copyright their music before they start putting it up on SoundCloud or anything like that? What steps do they need to take first?
0: You know, that's a good question. Um, And um, I I can't remember, maybe, I, I guess you could say five or six years ago, there was a new law that basically allowed music to be considered copywritten, if it comes from the original source, and they have a way to be able to tell. So let's say, we you know, we're in a studio. Like I'm in the studio right now. We 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 um mm-hmm. making some music. We have stem files. We have stuff on the programs, stuff in the computers that's embedded. It has its own um stamp. day stamp time, and it has these other little numbers that associates with ISP to let everybody know basically at this computer at this time, this is where the work was done at. That's considered copyright. As well, so yeah. I mean, okay. you know, for a lot of people who can't afford to actually send it out right now, it's okay. Once okay. you make your music in the final in the, as a final product, it's yours. It's, it's actually copywritten on the technical aspect because wherever wherever it was created and from wherever it was created it already copyrighted itself because of the digital age and the way things are. You know, for those who know about um music, um, like pro pro um pro oh my god, I can't say the name. But <laughs> people who knows about all of these software for production, you right. know, uh, uh Pro Tools and and yeah, uh uh, uh you know, we just got all of these different different programs now that locks in all of your music and keeps it I mean it's still I d I don't I would not say don't save it on a hard drive and at a later date, do not register the song. You understand? I'm not going to say don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that yeah. uh, it's more safe now because of the way technology is, that when you create something, you know, it's pretty much already stamped in the system. So, unless somebody steals your whole system, you know, then that's a whole other book, Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but, but all, I always recommend all the artists for any sessions that they do, um, when they finish that session, just upload it to their um, hard drive. I saw it's uploaded to the hard drive. It's theirs. If you hear your music later on being pushed around somewhere, for whatever reason, so have you, it's called intellectual property. You still have a right. So whether you register or not um, through copyright, through, the, you know, through legal um, parameters, you still have a legal ground because you, you can show the authenticity of your original music and the content of where it's stored at, which is your hard drive. So, yeah, you, can, you still get to go.
1: Mm -hmm. okay you just dropped some jewels out there for those who are just trying to figure this thing out so like uh, (laughs) i hope you all have been taking notes (laughs) because you've been putting out a lot of great information um being in the business as long as you have what would you say have been some of your greatest success stories working with artists wow
0: okay one of the greatest success stories is being able to um, like when, you, when you're when you working with these artists from the ground up and you're watching them grow and then you're watching them mm. succeed, um, I had an artist that we was working with independently, which was one of the main reasons why uh, I, it became like a show-and-proof thing because my goal was at the time, I had an opportunity to get an imprint with, um, um, I believe it was, yeah, it was RCA, Jive, Jive RCA at the time, but I didn't have enough artists But then it became a thing where, well, the artists that I did have, these were good enough. Like, if we do this and we push this, then this will work. Well, I kind of got pushed to the side a little bit, like, "Ah, no, I don't think so. This will work. I don't think that will work. And, you know, it got to a point where I'm like, listen, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So one of the things that I love in doing for myself along with the artists, is putting the whole package together and what you believe in and watching it nurture and watching it grow from infancy to the success of how the song, you know, um, has uh, resonated and taken charge. And, you know, you're seeing your your, your song on Billboard. You're hearing your music actually mm-hmm. being played on the radio. You you know, you, you, you're in the magazines. Like, my artist, he was in Double XL Magazine. He was at Hip Hop Weekly. Wow. You know, he, he started getting a lot of notoriety. In the early phases of his of the success of what we were doing, but it took work it took work, so that was one mm-hmm. of my accomplishments. That was one of the things that I love to see working with an artist from the ground up and watching the transition of greatness manifest itself from the hard work that they put in and as well as what we put in you know collectively yeah. you know so that's what I love to see. I also love to see that what I'm usually good at I have a good a gift of discernment to know you know, who can do what well at and what they do. Like, in other words, you know, you, let's say you're a singer and this is the way you mm-hmm. sing. And I say, hey, listen, I think you should do it this way or you should do it that way. You might mm-hmm. not see what I see, but if you cooperate, you do what I say, you know, uh, of high instructor, you'll be able to see the the outcome of the product, man, you know, be, be well, the outcome okay. be um, what it's supposed to be. So I like to do that as well. I like to um, work with artists that are, uh, Open-minded and and looking to um, you know adapt to change, you know, because some things you, you know you have to adjust with in this music industry as well. When if you want to be successful, um, you have a lot of artists that are talented, but they don't have the energy. I and mean, then I'm not like, yo, come mm-hmm. on, like like scream like with Lexis, like that song. If you heard the mm-hmm. original song Superwoman, no, I'm serious. If you mm-hmm. play that song again, you hear all the energy in there. I'm not saying she didn't have energy, she didn't have the energy. There was areas with <laughs> in the pockets of those songs I have to fly down to Cincinnati I have to go into the studio and I have to work with her and her manager and say no I want you to bring it up here I want you to bring it up there no you got to sing and this is the outcome of that song so I love to do that that's mm-hmm. that's that's just one of my gifts yeah
1: wow man um so you like I say you've dropped so much information out here <laughs> um, for those who are trying to get in the music industry and even those who are in it and just, you know, need to know some things <laughs> that they don't already, you know, that they think they know but they don't, don't really know. So right. um, you've been putting out a lot of information and um, I'm looking forward to this this launch party you have in New York coming up on April 18th. And now mm-hmm. for those artists who are looking to get with CW1 Music Group, Um, how can they go about submitting uh, their music to you and connecting with you all?
0: Well, the first thing they can do is follow me. I mean, uh, we're everywhere. Facebook is cw1.co. It's cw1musicgroup.co. You can follow us on um, Friends Who Love CW1 Music Group, also on Facebook. Also, you can follow us on IG. CW1 Music Group. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. CW1 Music Group. We are CW1 <laughs> Music Group. <laughs> so now, if you want to um, send us music, which we be more than happy to receive, um, there is a team of people who do review the music. I don't always get to review the music. Or, um, you know, just things are happening right now. Uh, but if you want to send music, mm-hmm. you can send it to at cw1musicgroup.com, and that's all spelled out in letters so that's c, that's contact at c w o n e music com.
1: awesome awesome yeah. so again it has been a pleasure talking to you having you on my show just to discuss all of the knowledge you know, I've been just picking your brain today to get all the information yeah. out for artists <laughs> just to learn more. Like, you know, yeah. that's how we learn. That's how we grow by listening to, listening to like, those who are seasoned in this industry, you know, and they know what to do. They know what, what it takes to be successful. So I'm truly honored to have had you on here uh, to bring this oh, knowledge yeah. to my platform. You know, this is exciting. So, Um, Again, it's been a pleasure speaking to you and um, looking forward to hearing more from you and um, further music that you have in the works with new artists. Um, Looking forward Mm. to to all of that. Okay. Thank you. Thanks
0: for um, having me once again.
1: Thank you. you, And you have an awesome day. And for those who are tuned in, be sure to go and follow Stardom 100 Radio, S-T-A-R-R. DOM100radio on Instagram. Follow us on iHeartRadio and subscribe to us on iTunes so that if you didn't get to hear the full conversation, you can go back and listen to the entire conversation and take some notes for yourself. Thank you again, Mr. Carlton, and you have an awesome day, and thanks to the listeners for tuning in.
0: Yes, thank you, listeners, and you have a pleasure. You have a pleasant day as well.
1: Yes. Right. Thank you.
0: Okay, Mr.